Welcome, everyone, to the Gutterson Fieldhouse here in Burlington, Vermont. Merrimack Warrior Hockey back on the air. Tonight, the Warriors open up the Hockey East part of their schedule as they take on the Vermont Catamounts. John Leahy here with the head coach of the Merrimack Warriors, Mark Dennehy. Mark, uh, last time out, a 7-1 to win over UConn. Uh, really a total team effort with a lot of offensive contributions. How satisfying was that to see? You know what? Uh, I was very happy for our fans, I mean, to have students there at... Uh... 620 for warm-ups, just a packed student section. Uh, says a lot about the hard work that the athletic department's done. It says a lot about uh, how important hockey is for Merrimack College, uh, for the student body. It says a lot about the hard work that, that the, the hockey team has put in. So uh, I was thrilled for them. Uh, got off to a little bit, I thought, a little bit of a slow start, still kind of dipping our toe in it, so to speak. But um, at the end of the day, played better and better and saved our best period for last. Well, Mark, certainly the contributions were many, but uh, the freshman line of Rhett Bly, Mike Collins, and Sean Bates uh, really seemed to make an impact with their speed and playmaking ability. You know, um, uh, we've got to remind ourselves that these guys are freshmen. Uh, you know, this will be their second game in a row together. and, and um, But we like the pieces. You know, uh, Sean Bates is as quick, as fast a guy as, as maybe we've had since I've been here um, with a good idea of, uh, uh, you know, uh, how to get pucks to the net. Uh, Rhett Bly is, is, a, is a real good pivot man, can play down low, can you know can, can move the puck, wins face-offs. He can grind a little bit. Obviously had a really nice goal. And then Michael Collins is a little bit of a sniper, sees uh, in a real good hockey IQ, um, always very inquisitive about what we're doing, always usually in the right place at the right time. And, uh, you know, playing on two RBC championship uh, teams, uh, you know, he understands how hard he needs to work and how defensively responsible he needs to be to, to have success. Well, Mark, uh, as you look back at Saturday, about the only area statistically that didn't jump off the page was the power play, but it looked as though the Warriors certainly were in, posi in position to make good things happen. Uh, do you have a good feeling about the power play right now? You know, it's going to be a, a big challenge for us tonight because it's a lot different. Um, UConn sort of played off us, and at least on the forecheck, Vermont's going to come after us, and we had trouble last year when, when BU at the end of the year came after us on the breakout, so um, you know we're going to have to do a good job getting out of our zone and into theirs. Uh, usually once we do that, uh, we can zip that puck around. I liked how the uh, the PP was moving around the other day, um, both units, and uh, you know we're going to play who works the hardest. I think one of the biggest mistakes, and I've said this before, that power plays make is that they think they're going to be able to slow it down. And uh, really, what you want to do in the power play is is play at the same pace as five on five, if not faster, and force those four guys to, to rotate quickly. So uh, I liked how the puck moved around the other day. It's a new day, and we're going to have to be prepared. Mark, I know you touched on this in the first question, but uh, was the home ice advantage what you expected on opening night? Uh, certainly having Renee Rancourt there set a great tone, and 40% uh, of the student body was in attendance. Yeah, you know, again, you hear the number 634 students, and that might not knock you, uh, you know, off your seat, but when, when you recognize that it's, you know, 40% of our student population, that really resounds. Um, I'll tell you, it was a thrill for me uh, growing up. It's funny, I, uh, I told somebody who felt like I was uh, visiting my uh, first grade class. You know how you go back and everything looks a little smaller? Uh, I mean, I grew up watching Rennie Roncourt. He's as much a Bruin as Bobby Orr and, and, and Ray Bork, and then I see him live and I realize how small he is. Uh, but what a powerful voice, and uh, couldn't have been a, a better guy. Uh, really set the stage for, I mean, I guess he was taking pictures with people afterwards. Just a, a real class act, and uh, it really set the stage for an exciting game. 
All right, Mark, the Hockey East opener tonight here in Vermont against the Catamounts team that is winless in their first two. And you and I talked off the air a bit about the importance of face-offs tonight. Uh, what do the Catamounts do to make face-offs difficult for their opponents? Well, first of all, they're, they're pretty organized for this time of the year. I mean, we're three weeks in, and, and uh, you know, we counted anywhere from three to four face-offs that they've got um, and, and executed well. I mean, you can put a face-off in, but you might not be able to execute it, um, you know. And then the other part of it is it's really an opportunity for the, the offensive team, because the puck is contained in a certain area, to get on the forecheck. So that puck drops. It's one of the few times in hockey where everybody's starting from a standstill. And if that puck goes in the, the defensive corner and they're coming with two guys, it can really bog you down. So I know they're a much more aggressive forechecking team than they've been uh, over the last uh, couple years. And so we're going to have to break that forecheck with some smart plays. Mark, Vermont has lost some key players to graduation, such as Colin Vock, Brian Roloff, and Braden Irwin, to name a few. And In addition, they lost David Pecan and Justin Milo from last year's squad. But Waugh Stacy is one player who is back, and so far he's been the fuel for their attack, and it seems like Coach Snedden uh, may be relying on him heavily. Well, you know what, I, I'm, in, in looking at their lineup, they're pretty balanced. You know, they still have some guys. Uh, Stahlberg uh, finished the season last year as one of the top forwards, freshman forwards in all hockey East. Chris McCarthy is just a real crafty player who, uh, you know, is slippery on the rush but also very good on the power play. And then you look at their defense. I mean, literally, it's their behemoths. It's, you got 6'2", 6'3", 6'6", 6'3". You know, it's going to be like going through Redwoods to get to the to the net. So, um, you know, they, they've got Plenty of attack up front, and again, from what I understand, their uh, defensemen are joining the rush a lot more, so we're going to have to pay keen attention to that. Mark, lastly, I'd like to get your opinion on one of the new rule changes this year. Power plays will still occur after a goal is scored on a delayed penalty. Do you think this is a good thing for the game or a bad thing? I love it. I love it. You know, and, and you know what? We kind of pick and choose what traditional rules we like or don't like. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you can pull your goalie whenever you want. So the fact that the the, um, the team that's going to have the power play pulls their goalie shouldn't affect whether the other team gets a, uh, a power play or not. So you pull your goalie, you get a goal. I really don't see how that should affect the power play. So I think it will also set itself up for some exciting, uh, some potential exciting finishes. You see a team down by two goals who, with two minutes left on the clock, this is a delayed penalty. They score. Now they're a goal back, and then now they're going on the power play. So um, I think it's good. I think it's, um, you know, I... I'd like to sort of curb some of the rule changing. I feel like, you know, we had a pretty good game five years ago and, and uh, before all these rules have come in, but that's one I could definitely live with. Mark, want to wish you all the luck in the world tonight here in Vermont, and uh, we'll look forward to talking with you Friday night over at PC. Thanks a lot, John. All right, that's Merrimack head coach Mark Dennehy. When we return, Mike Macknick will be back with our starting lineups next from the Gutterson Fieldhouse. You're listening to Merrimack Warrior Hockey right here on 1400 AM and MerrimackAthletics.com.